It's time for Hillbilly Has-Beens. Now here's Darren and Dave. Alright, welcome to Hillbilly Has-Beens. Uh, this is Season 2, Episode 4. Um, your host, Darren Smith, and here's your other host, David Dunkley. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Man, can you believe we're a Season 2, Episode 4 already? No, I can't. Well, that was quick. Today we're going to talk about, well, in general, honky tonks that we did. Um, we did a lot of honky tonks. But before we do, I I got a little something for you, of course. <laughs> you've been uh, you've been doing some research. Oh yeah, man. You know, I always do. You know what the difference between 365 used tires and 365 used condoms is? No, I don't. What is it? Well, one's a good a good year, one's a great year. <laughs> but and also, you that's know, that's a lot of work. I'm telling you, you know, uh, you know, we take it right to the edge. We don't go over. <laughs> we just take it to the edge. We don't go over. Don't put your kids up yet. No, uh, you know uh, how Jay Leno used to do uh, the funny headlines, you know, that would come out in actual newspapers. Yes. You know, and Monday actually, nights. I used yeah, to love that segment. Yeah, I think we even didn't some one of you guys give him yeah. one. You know, something we about submit. booty or we something. We submitted one. Yeah, the um, I think we found it in Minnesota, and uh, we was on our way there, so we packed it away, and we're going to give it to Jay personally. And he came in one, you know, like he usually did. He'd come say, "Hey guys, how's it?" You know, high point pitch voice. And he came in and I uh, handed him. The story, and it said, it was a story about soldiers in Iraq, and it says, uh, commanders order Marines to give up the booty. And it was a story, <laughs> it was a story about the, the Marines taking treasures, you know, that, oh, wow. from the from the battlefield and stuff that they was trying to stop them from bringing things home like that. So they had commanded them to give up the booty. Oh, wow. To stop, That's stop hilarious. doing it. Did he use it ever, I wonder? <laughs> I, I never saw it. We gave it to him on a Monday. We played on a Monday, so we had given it to him. You know, yeah. If it made it, if it made it later, I wouldn't even know, man. It's well, possible. man, I found some, and there and there's a, a site called BoardPanda.com, which is me. I'm a Board Panda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and here's like here's like a few that are in there, and these are actual headlines. They show the headlines. Uh, um, here's one. Homicide victims rarely talk to the police. Well, that makes that makes yeah, sense. No, no kidding. Yeah. Um, breathing oxygen linked to staying alive. Well, that makes sense too. How'd it? they figure that out? Uh, yeah. How'd they figure that one out? How about this one? Teen pregnancy drops off significantly after age twenty-five. <laughs> well, that makes sense. How about after age nineteen? Yeah. Marijuana issue sent to a joint committee. <laughs> that makes sense. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> they made a joint effort to, <laughs> to fix it. China may be using sea to hide its submarines. <laughs> now, these are actual headlines. I'm reading them off the newspaper. That's funny, man. Federal agents raid gun shop, find weapons. Well, yeah, I'd say they would. <laughs> this is kind of sad, but stupid. Diana was still alive hours before she died. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that, that here's one that came out Let's of the, so. the Daily Sun. Man kills himself and runs away. <laughs> um, all right. 
Video. I mean, film some, of these, 11. some of these are just, I can't believe they print them. A nuclear explosion would be a disaster. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's pretty man. good, man. World Banks good. World Bank says poor need more money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, here's one good one. Bugs flying around with wings are flying bugs. Now, what the hell? Now, who's stupid enough? I mean, to let that pass. One armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. <laughs> That's a good uh, one. That is a good one. Bridges help people cross rivers. Yeah, yeah, well, I guess uh, so. Yeah. We're walking on water. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. Um, Northfield plans to plan strategic plan. Well, I think uh, they use the plan a little bit much in there. Just a little bit much. I'm trying to. Rooms with broken air conditioners are hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say so. Oh yeah, I like this one. This is from the the back page of some newspaper. It says state population to double by twenty forty. Babies to blame. <laughs> <laughs> Damn babies. <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh, this is my favorite. This is the last one. This is my favorite right. one. Republicans right. turned off by size of Obama's package. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's that's funny. That's funny. That is a good one, man. Before we get into honky tonk, I was going to ask you. You know, I've been watching a lot of TV because we all been, you know, hibernating pretty much. Right. What what's uh what's your favorite commercial now? Commercial? I don't even really watch commercials. I swear, the way I watch TV, it's, there's not much commercial. You watch you watch like Hulu and stuff like that, right? Or yeah, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I watch a lot of TV. I don't know. Um, you got you got a favorite? Yeah. Oh yeah. My new favorite. What is it? Um, French vanilla, rocky road, chocolate peanut butter cookie dough. Scoop. That is. Oh, scoop, there. That, that is, is hilarious. Scoop, I actually was laughing is. at that. Chocolate Where the like man's a with chocolate, the like a chocolate, <laughs> like a chocolate, like a scoop, chocolate sprinkles. That's my favorite one, man. I watched it. The guy standing there with his wife, and and he starts breaking down, and she looks at him like, "Oh hell no!" She gets out. I know. Did you? She, know, she I know. Leaves. Did you notice when he was start doing his thing with his arms, and he hits that downbeat right on scoop, right on? I mean, hit it right on scoop, man. I was like, and then they're doing the leg thing, you know, back and forth. Yeah. Touching legs back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then when when dude, I says, do know that commercial. When dude says sprinkles, they switch legs. <laughs> <laughs> Them guys are that old now, man. They still rocking it, man. They're, they're who probably is like, that? Um, is that the people who did that song? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's the actual guy. Is uh, uh, he says the name of it it's when she was like, she was like, Tosh, you know, do you need so and so to to help you, you know? figure out what you're doing or whatever. And he says the name of the band uh, from the nineties, you know, and uh, two live crew or something. Yeah. That's that's the two dudes, man. They're all grayed up, you know, got gray beards and big old dudes, you know, they lived off that tune, man. That one song, man, they're eating steak for years, you know? Right. But yeah, that's my favorite one now. Awesome. I guess uh, we should probably uh, check on Izzy too. You know, well, Izzy, Izzy, this is February. It's February twenty second. Uh, 
I think Izzy's, I saw today, he's a, on Highway 98 near Tennille, Florida, uh, going towards Athena, Perry, Florida, which will take him towards Tallahassee, I think. So, uh, oh, wow. So he's been he's moving. Been in- Yesterday he did 20 miles in a day. I saw he put 20 miles in. Oh, that's a lot he's of falling. That's yeah, a lot of humping you don't with know, that big ass pack. Yeah, Izzy is uh, is Tim Israel. He's used to be my guitar tech a long time ago, and now he's doing a walk uh, across America, all the way to to right around Seattle, to uh, make aware of uh, human trafficking and uh, term limits for uh, congressmen. So yeah. some some congressman must have pissed him off and. Did somebody yeah. Yeah. to make so it you walk go, that far? You can go look on our uh, page. I think we've posted it somewhere. You can you can uh, follow him through there and see what he's doing, man. But if, if anybody's near, you know, in Florida or anywhere like that where they can help him out, um, donate, sign the petition, whatever you can do to to help him out, it'd be great. And he's doing a good, he's doing a lot of work for a good cause. Yeah, man, he's walking his ass off. Yeah. Not that he had had a lot of ass to walk off anyway. Well, that's but, true. You know. I, I noticed it, too that on our uh, fan page that you uh, you put on there uh, about, or on our husband's page, you put on there uh, links to him. He'll leave a video every now and then, you know, right of of his expedition. Um, yeah. So that's he that's tells you all cool. about it. He shows you where he's at, some of the stuff they're seeing. I saw the. Uh, he had an, an armadillo encounter the other day. I haven't seen any gators or anything. I think he's walking near the, and I think he's near the swamp, man, because he's, he's kind of been out of contact a little bit. He said it's going to go dark there a little bit where he's at. So, wow. Who knows, man? What well, you cross? I wish him luck. I wish him luck. Yeah. Well, man, man we're talking about honky tonks today. Man, we played, you know, I mean, when an artist starts out and first gets signed, you know, you don't just go on some big, big ass tour, you know, with, with thousands of people, you know, you start out in the little clubs and, and at the time we started out, the big thing was honky tonks. I mean, there was right. huge honky tonks in Texas and Oklahoma. And I mean, they were everywhere. Um, what I mean, was the ones the, like Grizzly Rose in, in Denver? Uh, Grizzly Rose, Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, yeah. Those were the real big ones. You know, Billy Bob's was huge. And, um, you know, Gillies was even around back then. You oh, know? yeah, uh, Gillies. I remember that. Yeah, and, you know, and we, we never did do Gillies. Uh, yeah, I think it went out right as we were, as Tim was, you know, gaining social prominence. You know? Right. But right. I remember, you know, I was working uh, before Tim, you know, just working around Nashville. I was playing uh, Skull's Rainbow Room down in Printer's Alley. Right. And uh, he, he used to come in there and, and sing and sit in, you know. And uh, I remember one time we were, you know, he come in there and he said, man, I got two weeks at this little honky tonk up in Delaware of all places. Right. Uh, and uh, he said, uh, uh, you want to come up and and play a couple of weeks and man, I, you know, I've been playing skulls for a year now and I was kind of getting burnt, you know, just six nights a week, Straight, every night. Trade honky tonks. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I was like, yeah, I need a break from Nashville. So it was funny because skull, he was this old guy that owned the club and he wore these, he 
hee-haw overalls all the time, and he sold them there. Right. And and he would sit way, way in the back with this little black and white TV and watch this little TV all night. And so <laughs> I had been there a year, and so I went back to him, and I said, Skull, uh, I said, uh, I got a chance to go out for a couple weeks. I'm going to take a vacation and go out for a couple weeks. And I got a, I got somebody to take my place and everything for a couple weeks, and I'll be back. And he looked at me. He goes, "Who are you?" <laughs> he didn't even know I played in the band. <laughs> he, he, he had no clue. He, he was just he oblivious. Didn't care. You know? He didn't All he care. did was put that money in his pocket. You know, and it, it's sad right. because you know he got he got murdered. You know. Um, oh, that's on. right. Down yeah. there in the bar, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, sure did. You know, trying to help robbed, a dude out. He? Trying to help a dude out. You know, he was always. Everybody always knew he had a big stack of money stuck down in his overalls, you know. And, right. I remember and that. He happened. was trying to I think he was trying to help a dude out and, and uh letting him clean there or work there, you know, and dude ended up robbing him and murdering, you know. Taking the band. That's what you get for being a nice guy, huh? I guess so, man. I guess so. So yeah, we went up to Delaware, played Cheryl Sky Lounge for two two weeks and I, that's where I first met uh John John Boy, John Marcus. Yeah, this that's what you Me told in the. I think yeah. you told this one in the first, first or second episode. That could have been. Could have been taking a ride but, up there. Yeah. Yeah. So we uh we did that and and uh you know we all got along real good and and uh you know Tim was like hey I'm supposed to get this deal with Curb and you know when I do we put a band together I'm like yeah right I've heard this before you know after being in Nashville for some years you know you hear that <laughs> crap all the time you know. Right. But, you know, three months later, he calls me and says, put a band together. We're going to open up for Joe Diffie. And, you know, which was cool because that was during the time of Honky Tonk Attitude. Joe was real big then, you know. Right. And uh, but but we still played Honky Tonks, you know, uh, because that was the venue back then. You know, the big Honky Tonks, you know, were just as good as amphitheater or an arena, you know. Right. right. So, we, so, th- so then once Tim got a. Hit, then you started putting lines outside the doors, though, for him, didn't you? Oh, dude, you know, the first time I ever noticed, and you might remember this, um, we were in North Carolina, uh, in Jacksonville, North Carolina, uh, right where Camp Lejeune is, the, mm-hmm. the, the Marine base there. And uh, I remember pulling up, and the line was all the way around the block. And we're like, what's going on, you know? But they were waiting to get in to see us, and you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was amazing. I mean, I remember the first time "Don't Take the Girl" went number one was in we were in Gadsden, Alabama, playing a club called the Fuzzy Duck, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's video of it somewhere where Tim got uh, a couple bottles of champagne, and we toasted. At, we were out on the bus, and and. Uh, you know, we toasted the the don't take the girl going number one, and then go in and play this funky at the fuzzy duck at the fuzzy duck, yeah, <laughs> funky awesome, little club, man. yeah. I mean, there. You know what I remember most about it. You know, uh, John and Jerome used to uh, when we first started out, they were our only crew guys, mm-hmm. and they used to travel around this little panel truck with our gear in it, and it was just there was a a, a bunk in the in the driver's compartment so one of them would drive and the other one would lay in the bunk or whatever you know right right and uh 
so they we did that for a good while, and they, they would show you know follow the bus, or they would show up before the bus, or travel on our own, and they'd always be there beforehand and set up. And that's what and, I met them. That's what they was doing when I came and met you guys the first time. They was driving that truck. They got yeah. him fall, followed the bus out. And what I always remember is no matter what, what we know when we showed up to these clubs, we would just play on whatever PA. Or whatever. Uh, I think John carried a, a board, but he didn't. That's all he carried, you know. He, he would right. hook into whatever speakers that were they had, right. and uh, Jerome would just use whatever lights they had there, you know. And I remember first thing he would do was come in there, and he, you know, lights have these gels in them to make colors and stuff. Right at the time they did, yeah. Yeah, and they, that was before the very lights and all that, where they do it on their right. own. Right. And so he would come in. The first thing he'd do is go up there and pull out every gel in the whole place. <laughs> so it would just be total white. Right. And, and, and so, you know, your ass is burning up anyway because the club usually is hotter, you know, smoky and, right. you know. And, and so he'd then roast you have to, you. No, yeah, he'd roast you, man, because a lot of them clubs, <laughs> you know, the stages are smaller. And so the uh-huh. lights are close. They're close to you. You know, you'd be up there just frying, you know. But I had to tell him before. I'd have to tell him, man, that you know that part of the song you left the back row on so long, (laughs) he was roasting my neck, dude. He was killing me. Oh yeah, and I think you know, I think the the first thing he got too was uh, he he got a smoke machine Mm -hmm. because because uh, the smoke machine, the reason they use that is. It shows the beams of the light. Shows all the beams of the light. He'd smoke all day, man. He'd smoke the place up. He'd smoke it up, and and uh, you know the first thing he'd do when when the show would start, he's he rip. That's when he had real long hair, you know. He had hair down to his butt, <laughs> and he he'd rip that t-shirt off, man. And he had said no shirt, and he'd rock like he was playing the you know, keyboards. He he act like he was a keyboard player for Yes, man. I That's mean, what I was, was getting ready to say, Rick Wakeman, and yeah, 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 yeah man. <laughs> I mean, he played that board. I mean, just like it was a keyboard, man. It That's was funny. it was a rock. I've had people telling me. I've had people tell me they had fun watching Jerome mix. Oh you know, man, mix rocked, the lights for us. He rocked like a a banshee, man. I mean, it was. It <laughs> I was, wonder if he still does that stuff. I don't know. Probably not. I think he he uh, as he got older and you know he started calm down a little bit. Well, yeah, him and John started seeing when we started doing big tours. You know. He, the, and they still did their extra, you know, to, to, you know, keep their gig going. But, you know, they started seeing those dudes, you know, the front of house guys and the, and the lighting, the, the, the lighting director <laughs> for big the bands. Right. Yeah. They would come in at, you know, come in at showtime with their briefcase right. and they plug their little, uh, USB thing in. And, they didn't and push no, they didn't push no cases. They didn't load no, no trucks. No, no. So <laughs> they didn't go all that way because John I mean, Ward was John like, this Ward, is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. John Ward, he, he didn't, he didn't go all that way because he was still hanging PA he's still not, up to the very he's last. He's still not that way. I don't, that's no. not John, man. He's not. That's that why way. he still gets gigs. You know, that's why yeah. he's still with Claire Brothers and does. He's all way hand, way hands on. He wants to know what's going on. You know, and that's why you know Jerome and them. You know, they went on to you know Big and Rich and you know John Rich and I don't know who all they they went with. You know, right? He's doing but, Dwight uh, Yoakam now. John well, is. John is. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who Jerome is doing, but. 
Old, Domin- Old, Domin- Old Dominion was his last gig before COVID. Really? Well, yeah. they'll you know they'll always work as long as they want to. You know. Yeah. Which yeah. and and that's from the foundation they built from those honky tonks. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Throw and go, man. Just throw and go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, this it's funny. Um, you know the the first time I remember anything us going. Hey, there's something weird going on here. What, do you remember we played? It was the Cotton Bowl in Texas, mm-hmm. and I think George Strait was on the inside, and we See, were on the outside. That was a little bit. That was a little bit. We played the Cotton Bowl later with me, but I wasn't there on that part. Okay, well, we were we were outside in the parking lot. We were doing the the opening outside the Cotton Bowl. Outside, yeah, I think it was the parking actually, lot. Yeah, we yeah, were. Yeah. We were. It was the George Strait Festival, but we weren't on the main right. thing. Right, wasn't you know, inside. And uh, so a few, we were, few years later, you're you're second on the bill, man. That's, I know that's weird. That a, we, but we were out there playing, and and we did. Uh, we were playing "Don't Take the Girl," and we were doing an acoustic version of it at that time. Right, and uh, all of a sudden we're looking around, and all everybody's singing it. Everybody's right. singing the words and like these old burly cowboys with their, you know, <laughs> cowboy beer right. guts in there. They're don't right. take the girl. And we're like, what the hell? And their little cowgirls like, are are they're all oh, hugging yeah. each other when they're singing it and screaming. Oh, yeah. and, we're yeah. like, what's going on here, man? It's something, yep. you know, because I mean, Indian Outlaw was big, but it wasn't, you know, I don't think it ever went number one. I think it went number two. I think it was uh, big in honky tonks because they had that dance thing they did with it. Yeah, you know that came on later. That when I first heard that, I was like, "This is so cheesy." <laughs> this is cheesy, yeah, yeah, man. Right. Man, we, we should tell yeah, we we started using that later though. The the dance version. The dance version. You know, yeah, you had that. Oh, all that Indian yeah. shit in there. Right? <laughs> well, we we started using that when we did the one band tour. We used that to open the show. Uh, open we the didn't show, play right. it. We didn't play it, but we played it beforehand. Right. We've had some, we've had some interesting tunes, man. Right. That we that they that when the lights go down, the song hits. Right. We've had some interesting songs, you know. Man, man, while we're on the uh, the outlaw song, you should you should tell how you got the Cherokee people part in there. Well, you know what's weird about that is we were we were at rehearsal, and this was a whole different band. Um, I I don't even know. I think John. I don't even know if John Boy was was he might not have been there, but I remember we we were rehearsing somewhere in Berry Hill, which is where there's a lot of rehearsal halls, and we were rehearsing this Tommy Barnes song, Indian Outlaw that mm-hmm. that Tim had brought in, and we were trying to you know it, it just the same old uh, at that time it didn't have it had the dun 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 dun, dun, dun you know yeah. we had already made that up. But it just kept doing that over and over and over and over. And it was the same thing over and over and over. It's becoming a dirge. And I swear, yeah, we worked on that thing all day. And it was just eating at me, you know. It was just like, God, this is just not right. You know, this is not right. So this is so weird. I went home that night. I lived in a little duplex. I had a record player. One of the few people that kept their record player for Right, right. And I, and I was I was going, there's got to be something, something. And I, I got to thinking, man, 
ending out. We have, man, and, and that song came to me. That Cherokee that people. Paul Revere and the Raiders song. Paul Revere yeah. and the Raiders, yeah. And Mark Lindsay. And I said, you know, there's got to be a way to somehow. Segway that in there. Yeah. yeah, so I looked, and I had that 45 still. And uh, and so I uh, uh, put it on, and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it like four or five times going, where can we stick this in there? And right. it just seems like the best place was. The Cherokee people, right, you know, right. just that little snippet is what I wanted to stick in there. So then I went back the next day and I, I, uh, I think I taped it with a, a little recorder I had, I mean, a cassette recorder. And I, I said, how can we fit this in there? And we just came up with a little drum thing to lead us in there at that one part. And we, right. we all just sit there and worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. And then, uh, we started, playing it like that putting the Cherokee people in there and uh then so when they went in to cut it on not a moment too soon the album they uh took our live version and then just you know used did it what as studio, a model yeah. yeah used it as a model and did what studio players do and made it great you know make it great <laughs> right. but you know right. what was funny is is we did uh um well, back then it was called uh, Fanfare, and it was at right. the, you know, at the... Uh, at the racetrack. Yeah, at the racetrack, yeah. at the fairgrounds. And, uh, they, you know, we were doing the curb show, and Tim was the big the big deal on it because of Indian Outlaw. Well, right. we actually, Mark Lindsay was there, the lead singer for Paul right. Rivera and Raiders. And he was supposed to, when he got to that Cherokee people part, run out. And sing Cherokee, you know, like, and so right. so cool. Mark Lindsay, you know, if he had had his pirate thing on, it would have been real cool. But he didn't <laughs> have do who he was. Yeah. But you know what happened? I don't, and I don't know what happened, but he ran out on the to do his part, and he just froze. It's like he he got he, deer in the headlights, man, and he didn't say any word. You know, in the backgrounds, you're going Cherokee people, Cherokee uh, right. tribe, so proud to lead us. And he, he just stand there holding the mic, and he, he just doesn't say a word. And then after that part's over, he just runs off. And we're like, That's "What awesome. the hell was that?" That's what awesome. Yeah, I don't know what what he whether he just couldn't hear or he just freaked or you know hadn't right. been on stage for a while. But it was cool to meet Mark Lindsay, though. I mean, come on. I bet it was. Father. I bought that forty five when I was a kid. I remember going to get it, even play it yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, man. I know, man. You know. Crazy. But, That's a great uh, little story. Yeah. So there you go. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> but we we played. Man, I remember playing honky tonks. We uh, it's funny. We played a honky tonk and it's called Broken Money in Lubbock, Texas. Yep. And uh, we opened for Wayland, which was pretty wild. That's uh, nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, uh, it was a funky man. The the reason I remember is because we stayed. Our rooms were above the club. One of those deals, you know. Right, right. Because it was an old hotel that they and you could tell the rooms. Nobody. That's what they were. Band rooms that they were right. for the public. You know. I right. mean, there was dead rats laying on the floor up there. I mean, there. Was, you could get a lot of trouble at those gigs, man. I don't oh, know man. why, but they always come with a lot of trouble. Oh, man. And you know what? I've stayed in hotels that 
you ever, I don't know if you, you ever stayed in, a, in one of those funky hotels that you, there's no windows. It's all, and it's dark yeah. all the time. You could sleep at two o'clock in the afternoon and be dark. <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, it's it's funky. Of course, we've done that with the curtains closed too. You know, right, right. But but I mean, there was. I mean, I I wish I could remember every honky tonk we played because that, like I said, at, at that time in Texas, there were honky tonks everywhere. And everywhere, everywhere. big big. Well, they didn't call them honky. Well, they did, but they also called them dance halls. You know, right, right. and but. You know, that's something else. I bet, you know, there, I've had a lot of questions about people wondering how we got that name, the Dance Hall Doctors. Yep. What and uh, our old drummer, uh, our first drummer was Randy Davis, a good good guy. Uh, his dad was Gene Davis. Uh, uh, he he was a uh, one of those pioneer guitar players, you know, that played on right. everything. But Randy, uh, he was a funny guy, too, and, and uh, he uh, he got a club somewhere in Missouri now, right around St. Louis. He he has guests there, a country bar. But yeah, he he came up with. We were looking for a name, and there was a song, a Conway Twitty song, and it had this line in it. Uh, it said, uh, "Tonight the dance hall doctor will break the chains that something yeah. you know." Yeah. But uh, so he said, "What about dance hall doctors?" And Tim was like, yeah. Because I think before that, we were called the Sizzle Donkeys or something like that. Sizzle Donkeys? <laughs> I don't even ask where that came from. <laughs> I don't know. You know what's funny about that, too, is whenever, and this is back to the Honky Tonk days, too, whenever we would go out and do, uh, we would call it a tour, even if it was Honky Tonks or whatever you yeah, call it. Yeah, wherever. Tour. When you went home, uh, you left and came back home, you toured. <laughs> yeah. So... And we would come up with a name for each tour. Each tour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. each tour. So I think there was the Tallulah Bankhead tour. <laughs> I don't know how that came around. Uh, the uh, Tiger by the Tail tour. Uh, that's a few I can remember. But I mean, that's each, funny. you know, of course. So, as, so if you did as, Florida, it'd be like the Suwannee River romp or something. Uh, that, yeah, know. yeah. The Gator by the Ass tour, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, it, it, we just came up with a name for every tour, and then uh, you know, of course, as it, as the albums got bigger and Tim got they, bigger, they, they took actually, over. Yeah, they actually, they actually named them for us. Yeah, I think Tim. <laughs> they should have let us do it. They should have let us do it, man. It'd have been funny. There was a couple I didn't understand, you know, and I, you know, I've got a golf cart out of there from uh, well, you know, the golf cart we used to use to go do the Frito thing. Right. But uh, it's got that tour. It was a uh, Southern Voice was the record we were promoting at the time. But right. the tour was called Sing, Sing Your Voice. I never understood ne- that. Ne- never got it either. Yeah, because I, I still got it on the side of the golf cart. Sing Your Voice. You know, I never. Right. You know, I don't know. We was just there. <laughs> yeah, man. We didn't. By that time, we didn't have nothing. We didn't have nothing to do with. No, nope. the the name in the tours or the you know stuff. No, but we just wore the, I, we just wore the t-shirts. But I will give it to Tim. Remember when we when he called us all up when we went dinner at some big fancy steakhouse, and we were all supposed to come up with some ideas about the new tour, and that was that tour. That yeah. was the the Southern Voice tour. Right. Uh, 
And uh, the only, I think the two things I came up with, the only the one I can remember is, is like when the show started to have the, uh, you remember the old uh, three, two countdowns, you know, with the old black and white thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my idea. And they actually used that. That's the only I thing remember seeing that on the yeah. pre-show. We always yeah, saw right? that from the back behind it. You could see it from the back through yeah. the, the scrim. Yeah, because it would do the three, so five, four, three, two, one, and then Tim would come. It was kind of hear the it motorcycle. Was kind of flicker. Yeah, yeah, it was flickering yeah, yeah. and stuff like old timey yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That so was cool. that was mine. That was mine. That was mine. That was mine. I did. So, that. man, what's your uh, what's your um, Billy? You got any memories of Billy Bob's? Well, you know, I got two. I got two. I actually remember when we played it. You know, and, and signed the wall with Spank the Monkey and all. Yeah, that. I remember signing the wall. My name's yeah. there somewhere. But you know, my first time there was uh, with David Frizzell. Uh, we opened for uh, Merle Haggard. And uh, I remember meeting Merle Haggard that night. And, uh, yeah. And uh, so that was that was cool. So I mean, you weren't there the night that Merle uh, bought the largest round ever. It's in the Guinness Book of World Record. He, he bought a, a, a shot of whiskey and a water back for everybody there. It was 40 gallons of whiskey. It was twelve thousand seven hundred dollars, and it went down as the largest round ever purchased. Well, you know, it could have been. You know, <laughs> it could have been that night. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure that Merle played that place forever. A know? lot of times, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the night we were there, what we were there for with Merle is uh, doing. The, they were do, unveiling a statue of Lefty Frizzell in Corsicana, Texas, and. Uh, so they were doing this big promotion for it. And so, really, Merle did some of his own songs, but did mostly old lefty songs, you know? Because right. he's like a big, big, huge fan, you know? Right. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, have you ever, heard, you, you ever heard of a guy named Ryan uh, Bingham, from a Texas artist? Ryan Bingham. No? Well, check this out. So the most beers ever ever you know, drank at a show in Billy Bob's was 16,000 at a Hank what? Jr. concert. At a Hank Jr. That's a lot of beer, man. 16,000 beers at a Hank Jr. concert. But that Ryan Bingham uh, did one. It was, he, they sold 17,002 beers. Wow. That's a lot that's of a beer, lot of, man. That's a lot of beer, man. You that's know what's funny about beer. Oh, of course, Hank Jr. concerts. Oh, I would believe that. You know, My they're going to drink them. You remember the the notorious tape that was going around? Country <coughs> boy can't Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I listened to it a few times. It's hilarious. Well, you know that tape was made in uh, Kansas City. My oh, brother, yeah. my brother was at the show, mm. and Hank was screwed up, hammered, he was, hammered, he Hank was, oh, a whole different. My Hank. goodness. He's, yeah, and as it as it went, it's on YouTube. You can find it. It's uh, it's really. Uh, it's, it settled down. He settled down a no, lot now. No, don't listen to it with your kids around. <laughs> no, no. It gets a little spicy, you know. It, does. it gets way spicy. Well, you know yeah. what, man? You know what? Um, before we do the song of the week, we we um, we have a we're still doing our kidney debacle. Um, yeah, man. Darren needs a kid, kidney debacle. Um, I was supposed to go Friday, but. Uh, those of you that might have seen it on the Weather Channel, we had a huge snow and ice storm. We had a snow debacle. Yeah, we did, and they called snow and canceled. They they were shut down. So 
Um, we they were supposed to call me and reschedule, so I got to go back in. It's just it's just par for the course, you know. It's been it's been it's delayed, be what's delayed. Good. So, so if since, you got a kidney laying around, this would expedite <laughs> everything big time. So nobody's beating down the over. nobody's beating down the door yet to, to give you a kidney, man. What's up with that? You're not worried or anything, are you? No, I'm not worried, man. Because if not, I'll just get one <laughs> off a dead dude. So, <laughs> but still, it would make things quicker, you know. Okay. Yeah. And sure, I found man. I found out from my dialysis people that I actually have been on dialysis for two years now. This April will be two years. Goodness, man. So 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 the waiting list on the the kidney transplant is two to four years so and they go from when you started dialysis so i'm already in it almost two years you're now. two so years deep yeah so it shouldn't be that long a wait you know even right. to get a, a donor you know that's but you know what it, it this this uh this transplant thing made me rethink you know that little driver's license card on back there you know i never even thought about it you know i never you know right but i did put you know now I don't think I have anything good that's left, but you know, <laughs> if y'all are in good help, put you know, do your transplant thing, man. You know, yeah, I mean, if you're dead, if you're croaked, it don't matter anyway. You dead, you don't need it. You, you know. don't need it, but somebody might, you know, like me, you know, and so yeah. you know, or somebody worse off that might need, you know, a heart, an eye, you know, whatever, you know. I mean, you man, can, I got you some, can, uh, I got some cadaver stuff between the vertebras on my neck. Really. Yeah, sure did, man. I had vertebrae wow. laying on top of each other, so they uh, so they went wow. and did some surgery, gave me some help. I, I wasn't doing very good, man. Well, I was there angry you go. A lot. So somebody whoever, had donated that. You somebody know, blessed me with a because I woke up. I woke up from that surgery feeling like a million bucks. So yeah, you know that was, I was. Thank you. Thank you very well, much. So that's our kidney debacle. But you know, back to honky tonks. I was thinking, you know, the honky tonks in. Uh, Canada are a lot different. They're, they're well, they're not different. They they're still huge honky tonks. They were, you know, back in the day. What I remember is these honky tonks that were huge, and people would dance in a big circle, two step big circle. in a big yeah. circle. And the song would always be that they hit the floor with no matter what and fill it up. Copperhead Road, Steve yeah. Earle. Yeah. I mean, they would two-step the hell out of that song, you know, <laughs> yeah. until you got sick of it, you know. That and right. Guitar Town, you know, two right. Steve Earle songs. Nobody really knows who Steve Earle is, you know, but can Canadians, they know who they know. is. You know? <laughs> they know how they to got, party in Canada, man. They have oh, a good dude. time up there. They really oh, do. Dude. I remember the first time I went up there, we went up there. I was with uh, uh, David Frazil's brother, Alan, and uh, we took a van up there. And the first night we were there, we played in Regina. I'm going to say mm -hmm. that again, Regina, uh, <laughs> Saskatchewan. Yeah. And uh, uh, so <laughs> we were up there, and the first night, man, it was so cold. We went in February. I mean, how stupid is that? Yeah, we uh, did that. Dude, too. it was freezing. It was freezing. And people would pull into the honky-tonk. They wouldn't even shut their cars off because if they went back out, they, would, they wouldn't start because it was so Everybody cold. Everybody just left their cars on. Yeah, they left their cars running. <laughs> so we thought, well, we'll leave the van running. Well, we come back out to get in our van. The damn right. thing's gone. Somebody stole it. <laughs> out of all the cars in the parking lot, they stole our, our rickety old van. We ended up That's getting funny, it back. Yeah. 
we ended up getting it back, but somebody just wanted to ride home. Somebody just drunk and yeah, wanted to ride home. Yeah, it was a van debacle. And you it know what's was. funny? They were saying on the news, we're sitting in the hotel room, I was watching TV, and it said, do not go outside for more than 30 seconds for risk of exposure. And I'm I'm like looking across the parking lot going, what's about 30 it's about seconds per- over to that Burger King? <laughs> Now, do I starve to death or do I freeze could you, to death? <laughs> could you could you imagine dying trying to get thirty seconds across the street? They find you in the morning in a clump, you know, all with over the, the wa- corner with the whopper in your hand. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I didn't mean that's that another story. Yeah. Well, man, it's time for song of the week. Week, 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 week. week. Yeah, that's pretty good. That was a good one, man. man it was I don't even know if you know, but I just picked this one out, man. Remember, we're uh, starting to run. We're starting to run thin on the ones that you and I've done personally. Well, we're gonna have to start digging one. in other ones. Yeah, here's one. Daddy don't live here anymore. Oh yes, it's kind of dated. It's kind of dated, but it, it's uh, you know, uh, it's just about uh, um, a guy who uh, overhears his. Uh, eight-year-old kid talking to his buddies, his friends, you know, and they're asking why his dad ain't around, and he's saying, you know, daddy don't live here anymore, you know. Yeah. He's got his own place down on Highway 54. Exactly. And, and he don't really understand why it's the way it is. You know, he's just a victim of what's happening between the victim of circumstance, yeah, like all, a yeah. lot of us have been at some oh, point yeah. or another. So, uh we, you know, I think I started this and we finished it, and uh, I got the, you know, so. came up with the idea, and so we we uh, just did it down our little studio at home. It's not, you know, radio quality, but it's what it is, you know. And actually, a uh, guy remember remember Casey Williams from Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He cut this song himself too. You know, wonder what he happened, Casey? I don't know. I'm not sure. He's still probably playing and doing He's his probably- thing. Yeah, he was a nice guy, man. Very nice guy. He was. He did a lot of succession work for him. Yeah. But uh, anyway, here it is. It's called Daddy Don't Live Here Anymore. Let's this hear is it. Dave, Dave singing, doing mm. his thing. It was my weekend as I pulled into the drive of the house I once called home. He was talking with his friends, trying to explain to them it's not my fault, mom and daddy just couldn't get along Well, it's barely ten years old He only knows what he's been told Daddy don't live here anymore He got his own place over on Highway 54 Why him and mama aren't together well, I don't know for sure, but Daddy don't live here anymore. It almost kills me when he looks up at me and says that I sure do miss you being here. I think Mama, she does too, but she'd never say that to you. I've heard her cry at night. She always hides her tears I'm the man of the house now, she says That's a real big job for a kid Daddy don't 
He got his own place over on Highway 54 Why him and Mama aren't together Well, I don't know for sure Daddy don't live here anymore Why do the children always pay all the bad mistakes we made Daddy don't live here anymore He got his own place over on Highway 54 Why he and Mama aren't together Well, I don't know for sure Daddy don't live here anymore Why him and Mama aren't together well, I don't know for sure But Daddy don't live here anymore One more in the book. Kind of a sad song. You know? It is a little depressing, man. Just a little bit. It is a little depressing. We'll have to come up with something <laughs> a little like. Well, well, we're getting into the we're getting into like our phase two or our B sections, you know? Yeah. We have, yeah. We, we already played all of our A sides, so now we're in our B sides kind of. We, we got know, some this, songs. We got these songs about death. We need a good death song. No, we did enough of them with Tim. <laughs> that's on our uh, that's on our next segment about you know we got stuff coming up we're going to tell you about the studio work we did in the, the sessions and the places the lair and the different studios we worked in and, ocean way yeah. yeah and then we're gonna you know and then we'll talk about the award shows we played on and some of the people we met and some of the ground-breaking things that happened, you know, like, you know, live like you were dying thing, you know, everything in white, you know. Yeah. And, uh, with, you know, some pretty cool things. Uh, I started thinking about the award shows, and, man, there was a lot of different award shows. I'm going to list them off when we do. A lot of but, different. Uh, well, man, that's about it. You know, we're, right. we're, we're done for this one. And y'all stay out of the ice. And, hey. You know, I was just telling you, you know, I looked up the Fox News and looking at this car crash here at Tiger Woods and hoping he's all right, because I like old Tiger. They say yeah. he's got some he's got some leg injuries, but, well, you know, we wish him he the probably, best. He's probably just thinking, man, my back just started feeling good. I know. You know, it said speed, uh, speed may, may have been a factor, you know, not yeah. speed the drug, but speed the uh, well, car. Speed kick. They're showing, the, they're showing the car 
uh, or the SUV, and it's man, it's jacked up big time. I think he rolled it. Looks like he yeah, rolled it. Yeah, it's like like it rolled it up a side of a mountain or something. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Well, I, well, Tiger been out of the, he's been out of the news for a good while. I hate to see. Yeah, that. I know too, because he was just starting to you know feel good and playing. You know. Yeah, he's you know? he's winning and. Well, I mean, there's balls. nobody that was ever. I mean. He's he's in that niche with you know Jack Nicholas Elite. and Arnold Palmer. And yeah, absolutely. Arnold, Arnold. You ever had an Arnold Palmer? Uh, no, no, I haven't. I, it's uh, I have it's not. just uh, all it is 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 tea and lemonade mixed together. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's all. It no, is. Gr- no grain or no, 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 no. I guess you could if you wanted to. <laughs> well, anyway. We'll see y'all next time on Hillbilly Has Been. Y'all have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. We would ride our bus town to town. Everybody was a-getting down. Pack it up and do it all again. The Hillbilly Has Been. of old have come to pass even though we was kicking ass we're other fans but we need some friends you billy has been